Welcome to Cat Talk Radio with your host, Molly DeVos. Molly is a cat expert and certified feline training and behavior specialist. With her expertise and her guests, you'll learn how to interpret and control behavior issues with your cat, how to entertain and converse with them, and keep up on the latest feline news around the world. Now, here is Molly DeVos. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio today. I'm your host, Molly DeVos, and today I'm going to answer for you, is your cat a bully? And before we do that, this is a, let me just say that this was a topic suggested by one of our wonderful listeners. And uh, if you have topics that you would like us to talk about, please email them to me, molly at cattalkradio.com. Now I'd like to welcome to the show my handsome husband and wonderful co-host, Dewey Vaughn. Hello, everyone out there in the great big cat world. And hello to my beautiful wife and host of this show. Great things we're talking about always on this show. And this is just another one that comes to light. The bully cat. <laughs> yeah, the bully. Yeah, well, so before we get into that, I think you have bonding tips or something this week, right? Yes, of course. We have our Vitacraft bonding tip of the week. And this one is whisker friendly. And what I mean by that is, you know, the your cat's whiskers. Each whisker is embedded into an area that has a lot of nerve endings. And each whisker is loaded with nerves itself. And the tip holds a sensory organ called a, oh gosh, I don't even know how to say it, a, a proprioceptor. Oh, I probably butchered that, but that's what's there. <laughs> and so together, all of those things in your cat's whiskers allows your cat to sense people and objects and other animals and just the slightest vibrations or change in air. The whiskers are always gathering and processing information. And so what happens is because they're so sensitive, these whiskers might get overloaded with sensory information if they are touched all the time, right? And so what we call that is they can become easily fatigued by unnecessary contact. And this is like touching the sides of the food bowls or water bowls. And we call this whisker fatigue. So what I suggest is that you feed your cat in a flat bowl so that its whiskers doesn't touch the sides. So- well. You know, because if so, it's going to it's going to cause stress. And, you know, your cat's behavior can always give you a clue as to whether it's feeling stress. You know, for example, like maybe cats will pace in front of the food or water bowls or they might eat a little bit and then walk away and come back over time. You know, they don't want to spend a lot of time in that bowl because it's touching their whiskers. And, you know, maybe they're hungry, but they're reluctant to eat. It could be the bowl, you know, maybe your cat plays with the food and actually knocks it onto the floor before eating. All those things could be signs of whisker fatigue stress. So feed in a flat bowl. Yeah, I can see where, you know, you creating less stress in any way possible could be a very good bonding 
with you and your cat. I mean, that's that sounds like it's just on the surface a great, yeah. great bonding tip. Good job. That's that's great. Okay, so let's jump into the bullying topic topic today. How about we understand what a bully really looks like? I think they look like they walk around little kitties with their t-shirts cut off and their little tattoos on their shoulders and those <laughs> cigarette are the hanging out of the they side got little of chains mouth. hanging around right. their deal and little, <laughs> little uh, dark glasses on is that right am i getting am i getting the bully cat right well you know i could see how you would think that because the definition of a bully is is a you know seeking harm to intimidate or coerce you know someone typically someone who is perceived as being vulnerable as the victim you know that's that's a definition of a bully wow so this about cat to cat aggression or is this it, just about yeah, the posturing it it can be but not always sometimes cats display very subtle signs of bullying you know sometimes they can just be all out fighting you know constantly stalking and chasing and and uh, jumping on the cat you know but it, until the other cat just hides and won't come out anymore but it can be difficult to tell sometimes if cats are actually playing or fighting you know because stalking and chasing and even hissing and swatting can all be play part of a, a play sequence you know if they're if they're staring at each other and not breaking a gaze and then a cat attacks and there's lots of vocalizing in the rolling around or if one cat actually injures the other cat in probably the best way to to look at if they're fighting is when one cat can't stop that interaction you know it can't it can't get the other cat off and say okay i've had enough and and stop the fight then that's how you can usually tell between playing and fighting okay so what are the subtle ways cats bully each other they walk by and go hey dude i'm about to whoop you you better sit back <laughs> get back get away from that <laughs> when that Something happens like that. get get that on video and would be youtube sensations right <laughs> <laughs> get away from my food get away from that food get over there and sit down you no know, it's it's usually a lot more subtle than that you know it it can be blocking the path to litter boxes or or food or water right it can be hogging your attention like one cat sees the other going in for attention and it walks in front of it to block it it can be aggressively grooming another cat you know when they're like grooming them really hard and you know kicking the other cat out of favorite sleeping spots you know cats nice and cuddled up in the sun in that little hammock you have for them in front of the window and then another cat comes up and you know starts grooming them really hard and and then the cat says stop i'm trying to sleep and then they get in a little tussle and the sleeping cat finally gives up gets up and goes away and the and the bully cat then takes over that nice warm sleeping spot so it can be uh, it can be very subtle blocking that you're not seeing because it's not always blocking tackles <laughs> a lot of times <laughs> just blocking <laughs> i could just see that with little helmets on i'm gonna block that cat 
put a little football helmet on. Here I go. Boom. I get out of the way. <laughs> okay. So what are signs that you have a victim cat? Play the victim. So, yeah. And so the victim cat oftentimes will poop and pee outside the litter box. Um, its body posture is low, hunkered down. You know, maybe it won't look at the other cat. It, it, it always looks away. It won't look at the other cat in the eyes. Those kinds of um, submissive type gestures. You know, it might it might not be eating. It might stop eating or not or wait to eat until the other cat finishes. It might be hiding a lot of the time. That's how you know which one's the victim and which one's the bully. So what are some of the things that cause a cat to bully another? Well, um, sexual frustration could be oh, one. Oh, didn't go there. No way. <laughs> Territory protection. Um, feeling like their resources are lacking. You know, like litter box and food and attention. Changes in the environment. All those things are, could can cause a cat to become a bully or start bullying another cat somewhat suddenly. Okay, so are there things we can do to fix these causes? Let's start with that sexual frustration. <laughs> I knew you'd want to start with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this one's easy. Spay and neuter your cat, you know? you Cats should not have to live with that feeling of sexual frustration. Spay and neuter them. It, it's healthier, it makes them live longer lives, and it makes them much better pets. Because unneutered males can be real bullies. So how about protecting their territory? Well, now this could come from two ways. They can be, you know, inside the home. Well, let's start with outside. It could be outside the home. They see a cat outside. Neighborhood cats, community cats, your neighbor's cat that he lets out during the day whatever they see a cat crossing the yard outside and they're gonna say oh my god that cat is in my territory he's trying to get in and get our stuff and so he bullies he gets he gets very protective and starts bullying everything around him you know the other cats you they're frustrated because they're seeing you know they're seeing a burglar outside and they want to protect things and then inside the house between cats in a multiple cat household, they may be feeling like, you know, there aren't enough resources in the home that they've, they've got to protect the resources from the other cat. So, which brings us to the next one, not enough resources. That's always, you know, no matter what species you are, if there's not enough resources, just like us humans, not enough resources, we're going to be we're going to really start being bullying. Yep. And cranky, like cranky, square footage, yeah. like yeah. we need more square footage. Hint, right. Hint. The way we are now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So resources, you know, this is a big one. And um, and we've done a whole podcast on, on resources. But basically, it means you need to have one more litter box than numbers of cats. 
um, spread out over the home so that one cat can't block the pathway or intimidate the other cat away from the litter boxes. You want to feed them frequent meals so that they, you know, in the wild, they are going to eat 10 to 20 small meals a day. And so when we feed our cat two times a day, it's the equivalent of them eating like every second or third day. So you want to feed frequent meals so that they don't get insecure between meals. A lot of people complain about their cats fighting around mealtime. And that's why, because you're not feeding them often enough. It doesn't usually have as much to do with how much you're feeding them as much as how often you're feeding them. And feed them apart. You know, don't cause unnecessary competition between them feed them out of sight of one another around the corner that kind of thing separate rooms if you can okay and, and playtime you know that's another thing you want to you want to play with your cat um often but you've got to play with them separately you can't play with them together because there's nothing natural about two cats hunting together. And that's what you're doing is simulating hunting sequence. And you got to make sure that you spend time with both cats, plenty of time. You can't just let cats kind of be on their own. You know, um, I had a case just this last week where um, actually what happened was a cat passed away and in a two cat household. And the woman was asking me about getting another cat, when she should, what kind of cat she should, that kind of thing. And so I was asking her to tell me about her cat and the two cats together. And she said, well, the cat that died was really kind of a bully that this cat swatted at the other cat you know, if he was trying to get in her lap or things like that. And so the other cat, the surviving cat, you know, really wasn't as close, was as closely bonded to the woman. And once the bully cat died, she said that other cat's personality really came out and they, they were so much closer. So she was actually, you know, questioning, should I even get a new cat or should I let this cat now be comfortable not being swatted out all the time you know it's not uncommon that one cat kind of lives in the shadow of another cat if there aren't enough resources so it's really really important that we instill confidence in all the cats so that they don't feel like they have to keep the things from other cats in the home and what did changes have to do with creating a bully cat? Well, cats are real creatures of habit. And, um, you know, and, and any time that there's change in the home, it creates confusion and they've got to reestablish, you know, territory and, and all of those dynamics just change when there's a lot of change and when there's change it leads to feelings of instability and unpredictability and all of those things make cats feel insecure and when they're feeling insecure they tend to lash out at others just like the psychiatrists tell us you know about about kids really the bully kid is not the most confident kid deep down he's actually 
probably the most insecure kid because he's feeling like he's establishing some sort of um, domain by taking that out on, on other kids. So, yeah, it's insecurity. Anytime there are changes, you get insecurity and unpredictability, and that tends to, uh, to make a cat react as a bully. <laughs> well, this has been a great topic as usual, my love. I tell you, you do a lot of good search, and uh, you you bet you do a great job describing this much better than what I would be doing. Is like, okay, bully cat with chains and all that, you know. So <laughs> you paint a much prettier picture, though. Ah, <laughs> uh, probably not. So <laughs> anyway, if all if any of you listeners out there have topics you want to hear about. Just email them to molly at cattalkradio.com. And that's with two T's, cattalkradio.com. Yes. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Because we do need, this is our 171st episode. That's a lot of cat information. <laughs> and yeah. So we can always use more topics like uh, like the person who sent in this one today. Just send us topics and we will dive into them. also want to invite you to help support the work that we do. You know, we provide Cat Talk Radio for free. I work many behavior cases for low-income cat parents for free, and I do just about anything I can do to keep cats out of shelters. And so if you also share that passion with us, think about sending us a little tip for our time we have spent with you today. It's super easy. Just go to the store on catbehaviorsolutions.com and scroll down past the products at the very bottom of the product section. If you're on your mobile phone, you'll have to say load more. And when you get all the way down to the bottom, there's a bunch of different donation amounts there that you can add to your cart and just check out with your credit card. We've made it easy peasy for you. Oh, then wait a minute. Wait a minute. Slow down just a minute. And let's go back into the store and let's start looking at some of those great Vitacraft products that you have out there and some of those other items you have in the store before they check out maybe they'll find True. something very spectacular for their True. kitty to help I mean, increase resources fun. and lower bullying yeah. yeah lower the bullying i think there's a, we'll put a bullying package out there for all the bullies yeah <laughs> yeah you know it's always good to have those kind of treats for positive reinforcement while you're in the store Look at Get those, some. put those in your buggy, in your basket before you roll over and check out. So we just start carrying that Vitacraft treat stuff in the store, and I think it's the best stuff ever. And um, Molly uses it all the time, everywhere she goes. And she really is able to reduce the tension and reduce the stress. And you'll be surprised how often that aggression maybe that bullies might have might come down if they have a little lick on lap to calm them down. Vitacraft has some good stuff for that. So I want to let you know that all those proceeds from the store support the nonprofit work we do. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. This is all volunteer-based podcasts to help you better take care of your cat and increase the bond between you and your wonderful kitty or kitties. And we're going to keep doing this as long as shelter, shelter euthanasia, euthanasia is, is the, the number, number one, one cause, cause of, death of death in cats. In cats. 
Until next time, everybody, keep calm and purr on. Yes, and goodbye, everybody. Have a great day, and don't let the bullies come around. You can be a cat lifesaver by helping to keep us on the air. In the U.S., about 10 cats per hour are euthanized in shelters due to behavior issues. Through this educational radio show, behavior consultations, seminars, and articles, Cat Behavior Solutions intercepts cat behavior problems in the home, reducing the number of cats who are surrendered to shelters. Make a donation at catbehaviorsolutions.com. That's catbehaviorsolutions.com. Looking for products that address specific cat behavior issues? On our website, cattalkradio.com, you'll find things that will create enrichment in the environment for your cat. Toys that will reduce boredom, the world's best and safest nail clippers, and much more. All proceeds support our mission, reducing the number of cats surrendered to shelters. Stop by the site and pick up a few tips and tidbits for your cat today. Visit cattalkradio.com and look for The Behavior Shop. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go make a connection with your feline friend.